let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee and myself here to talk about easy ways to ruin your retirement. And we don't want to do that. That is the opposite of what we want to do. So we're going to talk about a few items here on the podcast this week. But Sean, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Uh, nothing, man. We're stuck in never-ending winter. Yeah, the whole country. Like, <laughs> I got friends all over the country that are they are kind of all complaining now. It's at this point, everybody's like, "All right, now it's officially past spring. What, what what's the deal?" Right? So it's it's supposed to be about sixty out here right now, and uh, next week we're gonna hit a balmy thirty-five degrees. Yeah, yeah, and you know we're just we're, tired. We've tired of it. We went to Vegas last weekend for a baseball tournament for my boy. Uh huh. And we're like, oh, yeah, Vegas is going to be nice. We might get 75 and sunny. Right. No, it was cold. Really? It, it rained on us in the championship game. Wow, that I, really happens in Vegas. They probably needed that rain, though. It, it, was, it was brutal. And I, like, I was talking to my son on the way home from that tournament. I'm like, what was your favorite part, bud? Like, you know, outside of winning, right? Like, tell me what your favorite part was. Right. He's like, Dad, playing in the rain. That was he, so he, fun. He liked like, it. Okay. I'm like, what? The coaches were all freezing to death. And <laughs> kids are like, <laughs> kids are like, this is great. Yeah. He's like, it was fun. And, and, and they ended up winning the championship and they dogpiled in the middle of the field and they were all wet. And so it, it was cool. But that's good. That's good. Yes. Well, it sounds like uh, the rain kind of maybe ruined the tournament for you, but not for them. Right, so uh, that's my transition anyway into our topic this week: easy it. ways to ruin retirement, uh, and we don't want to do that. So I got a couple mental ones here, a couple of financial ones, a couple, you know, because as human, Sean, we like things to be easy. Let's be honest, right? If it's easy, we're going to try to take it. We're often going to take that path because uh, there's so much going on in life. It's nobody's knocking you for it. It's just something that we do. And so the first one I want to start with here is kind of a mental hurdle, I think. It's treating retirement as a destination rather than like a new phase. I think many people struggle with this, especially if you're feeling, I don't know, old, if that's getting to you or or whatever the case might be. But it's not like it was 40 years ago where you got to retirement and you didn't have a lot longer left. I mean, 70 is the new 50, man, right? So treat right. retirement like a new phase of life, not the end of something else. Well, and that's that's the mindset, yeah. And that the hard part is when when people move into retirement, it's like I got to get to retirement, I got to get to retirement, I got to get to retirement. And then a lot of people, not all, don't have that next phase planned out. So it's like I'm getting to retirement, I'm getting there, I, I can't work anymore. And then oh crap, what? Well, now what? What what's next? Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can only golf so many times, or, or you know whatever. <laughs> That's the one. Yes, exactly. That's the one I go to. Right? People are like, "Oh, I'm going to golf. Great. Are you going to golf every day?" Like, okay, fine. Let's say you did that for a year. I'm pretty sure at some point it's going to be like eating pancakes every day. You're going to be like, I cannot eat another pancake. Well, or, and I have I have a, a handful of families that we work with that like that's their thing. They golf, right? But at the end of the day, it's whatever it is that drives you in in retirement. You know, should should fulfill your days. It's whether it's it's volunteering or service work or traveling or or walking or biking or you know, coaching or, right. you know, Something. whatever it may yeah. be. Like I love golf. Uh, unfortunately I'm at the phase of my life where I have three things that are probably more important than golf. For, unfortunately it's, right. it's my family, my job, and then my coaching responsibilities. Yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll get to golf. Like I, I played one time last year. Maybe I'll play twice this year, <laughs> <laughs> um, but right. you know, I, I think that at, 
you, know, you start to look at, at retirement, especially if you retire early, like don't think of retirement as that end goal. Think about what, what comes next. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's that? Cause if you're retiring, you're financially stable, you're financially free. Now you get to choose what comes next. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the first one. This next one is also kind of a mental one as well. Uh, and that is, Sean, that believing... So you're talking about the people that go, okay, i got to get to retirement, got to get to retirement. Well, believing that retirement's going to solve all your ills, right? And, and it's it's not. Like, yes, hopefully, like maybe the work-related stress is going to be better, sure. But life is still going to life. So you're still going to have <laughs> things that come up at 70 that would have come up when you were 40. They're just different sets of things. Right. I, there's If you're a negative person, retirement's not going to change that. It's going to follow, yeah. You know, and if you're a positive person, retirement's going to be amazing and awesome because that's what you what you make of but it. But it's it's not going to solve every ill you may have, right? You're still going to have life issues, right? Something's going to happen along oh, the way. Of course, I, I love I love that you said life is going to life because like, that that's the reality. Right. I mean, it's raining right now. I'm looking outside. We we still we still haven't been outside for baseball. I hate this, but I, <laughs> what can I do about it? Right. So we're going to go inside. We're you go just inside. make adjustments yeah. when it comes to life. Yeah. And so, and I think if you think about um, raising our families or whatever it is, we, we many people will move that goalpost, right? So they'll go, oh, uh, we just got married. Um, we we got to save money so we can have the first kid. And then it's like, it's so tough. And then you have the first kid and then you go, ah, oh, it's so tough, but it'll be better once they start school. And then you go, well, it'll be better once they can drive because then they can help with errands. Oh, well, then it'll be better once they're out. Of, like, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's easy right. to keep moving that. And then eventually you go, well, retirement, that's going to be it. That's going to fix everything. And then you're going to get there and you're going to go, well, no, I still have some of these same kind of issues. So, And the ones you don't want them to be are the financial ones, clearly. These are more mental that we were talking about so far. But let's turn to a financial one then so that you can kind of maybe more focus on the mental aspect and not worry so much about the financial side. Uh, and that's the, this first one here, Sean, is assuming that the monthly spending habits in retirement is determined by the same spending habits when you were working or falling into that trap of, well, you can do 70% or 80% of your income because you're going to be in a lower tax bracket and everything will be groovy. And I don't think that's really fair in the modern world anymore. Many people spend just as much or more in retirement, especially early on than they did when they were working because they're, they're busy. Right. You may not be eating out as much for lunches. and You're trading, right? But maybe you're going out to dinner more often. Right. Um, you're traveling. You're doing things that you want to do. And those those rules of thumbs that you know that seventy to eighty percent I hate those things right right you you don't really know and when you go into retirement and we have this conversation I just had the conversation with an advisor this morning I do a lot of training for advisors throughout the country and I help them build their plans and things like that and mm-hmm. and we were talking about this client and I'm like hey what do they need you know their current advisor told them well you can pull twenty four thousand dollars out of your million one I'm like wait what I'm like, well, what is that, is that enough? One, he's like, no. I'm like, well, what do they need? It's like forty-two thousand. Like, well, there's the math problem right there. Help them solve to get to their income, so they can. This guy is is scared of spending his money. He's not taking any trips. He's very fearful of what the markets are going to do, and he has no guide or plan. I'm like, create, create the plan, create the the framework, and be his guide on how he can successfully pull income out. And give him a little bit of peace of mind and tell him it's okay to spend $100 at the grocery store because he's got the money. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, the grocery store is a good one, actually. I was thinking about that as you were saying that. 
I was trying to think about my little transition into it, but you know, spending spending more. You're talking about you may not be going out to lunches more because you're no longer working. But I know several retirees who are spending more on their grocery bill, not just because of inflation and the cost of eggs, but <laughs> also that too. But because they've started taking like cooking classes, or they they're really mm-hmm. doing like. They're trying to do more uh, at home, uh, homesteading, right? They're raising more vegetables or they're trying more elaborate meals. And so, you know, they're kind of just spending more on their grocery bill. So there's tons of ways where you could eventually wind up spending more than you did when you were working and not even realize it. It's easy to get away from you. Well, you know, my wife and a couple of my friends got me a, a Traeger smoker for my birthday. And we bought, we started like that first month, we bought more meat than we'd ever bought in our life because I was just smoking everything. And, and now it, it obviously tapered off, but I, you know, you, you bring that back to being home more frequently and, and spending money at home or, or trying new things, you're going to spend a little bit more money till you settle in to that, to that routine. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to jump to my other one to keep it financial. Then we'll end on the, uh, the last one. I'm just going to change the order real fast here on you, Sean, but, uh, investing like you're 35 years old when you're now 65 years old, right? So that's an easy way to ruin retirement. Again, that's the topic of the podcast this week. And, and so, you know, you may have learned this lesson the hard way if you were still investing like you were 35 in 2021 and then you weren't feeling so good about that, right? Taking too much risk in 2022, basically. Well, and going back to this example that I, you know, this advisor that I was helping this morning, I was like, hey, what's this particular person's comfort level with risk? He said, well, there are 25 and we use a uh, we use a software called Risk Eliza. Basically, a, a risk score of twenty five means that they're pretty conservative. They don't want to lose more than like four or five percent in a down year. I said, okay. So, what's their current portfolio look like? So we went through it. Well, it's a sixty six, which means that they're taking on about eighty percent of the risk of the market, and they lost fifteen percent last year. I said, hey, their comfort level versus what's actually happening in their plan is not in line with who they are. Like it's, it's just not. So of course the guy's uncomfortable. Of course he's nervous about his money. He lost $175,000 last year when he didn't want to lose that much in his own heart of hearts. So his portfolio did not match up with where his phase of life was, nor did it match up with his comfort level. So there's a lot where a lot of the anxiety is coming from. And people don't understand that. Like, hey, I just keep investing, investing, investing. And Oh, everybody lost money. Well, sure, a lot of people lost money in 22, but the the rate at which each individual loses should be based on their unique comfortability with loss. It shouldn't be based on, well, everybody lost money. Right. <laughs> right. And, and to make the point, the the uh, the clock in the background went bong <laughs> to drive that point home. I think I, I think I hit a, a thing on my on my mic. Oh, Not the spring, yeah, the spring yeah, on the mic. It's not like, like a clock. Yeah. I'm super animated. I'm just yeah. I'm standing here talking to myself. Right. Right. Well, I I, I can't see you, but um. No, but that animated. that that worked really well because it kind of accented your point. It kind of highlighted it with a little <laughs> with a little bong. <laughs> So, I mean, that's a great point. Yeah, And again, we're talking about trying to not ruin our time. We don't want to do that, right? So we want to make sure that our, our risk portfolio is balanced for the time of life we're in. Yes, we still got to keep out. We got to outpace inflation, Sean. We still got to have money at risk. Uh, but those are future monies, right? And people get they get confused a lot about that a lot where it's like, oh, the market's going down. I got to get out because it's destroying me. And it's like, well, 
maybe, maybe not. It, you know, what bucket is it in? Is this the later, later money? If it is, then it's okay. Let it be, right? It's walking this fine line, and, and that risk analysis goes a long way to helping you to kind of determine that. Exactly. Yeah. All right, final one. Ways to ruin your retirement. This is an easy one. This is a physical one. Just don't stop being active. How many people do we see now? Like I said earlier, 70 is the new 50, right? Or 80 is the new 60, whatever you want to call it. My mom's 82, and when she's out doing stuff with her girlfriends and she's making ice cream for the people in her senior area, senior center, she's feeling good when she's coming over and playing dominoes with us. But if she has a couple of weeks where she doesn't get out of the house as much and she's feeling a little down, those problems get magnified, right? So the more active we can stay in retirement, typically the better we're going to feel. You know, I look at my, my I think my wife's going to live to be 180 years old. <laughs> I mean, she, she like... That is staying active is is extremely important to her. She's she's working out almost every day. She's walking. She's running. She's you know she she is extremely active. She she runs circles around me, and I, I think I'm a pretty active guy. I coach a lot. I you know I'm at I'm at a desk, but that's that's true. Like even even when I'm and I'm 42, and I'm, if I'm not active, it's hard to get back into that mode of being active. And, and as you get older, it, right things start to break down it becomes harder and harder so so maintaining activity as you as you hit retirement or as you get a little bit older is good for a number of things one it, yeah it's it's good for for your your body because right? you you maintain muscle mass and you maintain flexibility sure, and things yeah. like that but it's just as good for your mental health absolutely you know knowing that you're healthy and you're not sitting around not doing anything um, because it it starts to compound on itself you sit around one day you don't do anything you sit around another day you don't do anything and and then it just becomes habit and you don't want to get in the habit of not doing anything because that's when problems occur yep we said it kind of just kick it off and we'll say it to kind of wrap it up a lot of times you want to be retiring you know to something uh, and that way you got something to look forward to and you got some things for that mental aspect that physical aspect and all that good stuff as well as the X's and O's. And, of course, if you need help with all of that, Sean and his team do a great job helping their clients do such a thing. Uh, so reach out to them and get started with a conversation by uh, stopping by the website ElevateMyRetirement.com. It's where you can find them online at ElevateMyRetirement.com. And, of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform app you like to use. Retirement Elevated is the name of it. You can certainly uh, search that in the, in the uh, search boxes of whatever app you want to use. Or, again, just find it all at Elevate myretirement.com. John, thanks for hanging out, buddy. I will see you next time. Enjoy the uh, rain. It's raining here, too, so hopefully it'll stop soon. Ugh, I want it to be sunny. <laughs> you and me right. both, my friend. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll see you next time here on the podcast, Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.